We thank you for the time and the energy, God, and the mind that you've given them to even come. But God, I realize that even if you don't give us the minds to come, we won't come. We'll just sit around and be sorry for ourselves and figure we can do it on our own. But God, I thank you for grace and mercy. I thank you that you give each and every one that has walked into the house of worship today a mind to come. I thank you, for God, for those that are watching on Facebook or will watch even later. And those that will come later, God. But Lord, as we come together in this place, oh God, our purpose is to praise and to honor and to worship and to love you, oh God. And Lord God, we ask, oh God, that you would open up our ear, open up our understanding. Give us wisdom and knowledge, oh God, that we would lift up our voices, oh God. And Lord God, as you speak, that give us an ear to hear what you have to say to us today, oh God. Give us, oh God, wisdom and knowledge that we will understand what is coming. Let us be tuned into you, oh God, and into your word. Holy Spirit, we welcome you into the house of worship today. We welcome you to have your way. We welcome you into our hearts and in the renewing of our minds. We welcome you when the word of God come forth, that the word of God will come. And it would come with power and authority. We ask, oh God, that your word, God, let yokes be broken, God. Let lives be changed. Hearts, oh God, be lifted. Some are going through trouble and difficulties, oh God. But Lord, I found that nothing is happening in our lives that you don't know about. You are our healer. You are our deliverer. And God, we present everything unto you, oh God. Oh, glory to God in the name of Jesus. Have your way in this place today. Pour our water upon us, oh God. Fall afresh upon us, oh God. Like the dew in the morning. Lord God, fall afresh upon our hearts, oh God. Lord God, you have redeemed us, oh God. You had mercy upon us. You delivered us out of sin. And God, we thank you for that. And we acknowledge you, oh God. But we need to go a little bit further. Lord God, renew our minds and our hearts that we become children of you, God. Lord God, that our hearts and minds will reach out to you, God. Lord God, those that are troubled, God, whatever is going on in their life that may cause them not to hear you today, we ask, oh God, that you will open up their understanding. God, that, that would you lift those burdens, oh God. Because, Lord, sometimes when we walk in the house, we're out, oh God, we're burdened. We don't hear, Lord God. But we ask, oh God, that you would lift the burdens, oh God. Lord God, those some are going through difficult times right now. Real difficult times, God. And they are struggling, oh God. But everything that we have need of to, for, for, to succeed in you comes from you. And God, we thank you. We praise you. Help everybody to know that today. And every soul that walked into this building today, we ask, oh God, that you would, oh God, be with them. That nobody leaves empty and bored. Nobody walks out the door the way that they came in, God. But every one of us will walk out, oh God, with a more determination, a more inner desire, a more, oh God, determined for you to allow you to fill their lives, oh God. Lord, each one of us are individual, and our needs are individual. Oh God, the cries are individual. Lord, some are crying. You, we, don't, we, we as an individual don't even hear their cries. But God, you can hear. Because you're the God that knows all. You're God that sees all. 
Nothing is going undone that you don't know about. Touch the heart, those are crying silently, Lord God. In the name of those that feel like nobody cares. Those that are lonely, oh God, touch them today, God. Those that are struggling, oh God, to pay a bill. Those, God, that are having difficulties in their families, oh God. Those, oh God, feel like they're just being beat up all over the place, oh God. Have mercy, Lord God. Hear their cries, God. Those that have death in their family, God, be with them, oh God. Be a comfort. Lord God, give them peace, oh God, in the midst of their storms. God, no matter what's going on in our lives, oh God, even in our distant family, they may not be here, God, with us. But in distant families, oh God, be merciful unto us, oh God. Hear the cries, oh God. Deliver God in the name of Jesus. God, in all in all, in everything that we do, we will give you praise and honor. Lord God, help us to walk the walk that you have designed for us, oh God. Help us, oh God, that, our, that not our will, but that your will be done in our lives, in our everyday walk, oh God. That you would be lifted up. For you said if you be lifted up, you'll draw all men unto you. Lord God, that you would be lifted Ooh, glory to God in everything we do, God. That you have lifted, that you be lifted. Oh, glory to God. Healing and deliverance, oh God. Father God, in the name of Jesus, we thank you. So many other requests, oh God, that are out there. We cannot name them all, but we ask for your grace and your mercy in the midst of it, oh God. Have your way, God. Walk with us. Talk with us. Lead us and guide us. Shower down, O oh God. Let your Holy Spirit reign supreme in this house today. Let there be a joy like never before. Lord God, let there be a deliverance like never before. God, bless the messenger as the message comes. Lord God, let an anointed be on the message. Lord God, let it transform lives. God, and all in God, oh God, we just know that you're good. Not some of the time, but you're good all the time. All the time. All the time you're good. We thank you for your grace and your mercy. In Jesus' name, amen. Bless the Lord. God is able. God is able. Come on, y'all. God is able. Just to carry you through, make no difference what you're going through. Put your trust in Jesus and everything you do. God is able. God is able. God is able just to carry you through. Giving honor to God, who was truly, truly the head of my life, to the pastor, the first lady, the elders, ministers, saints, and friends, and everybody that's out on the web that's visiting with us today. We thank you for being here, and we thank you for tuning in with us today. 
South Carolina was an awesome trip. It was spiritual feeling for me. And it was definitely a beautiful thing to spend time with the pastor. You know, relationship grows only when we apply ourselves to the relationship. And in order to have a relationship, you have to have an interaction with the person or with the God who you want to have a relationship with. And the more the interaction, the stronger the relationship. You know, it's 24 hours in a day and it's 120, 168 hours in a week. Now, how much time are we spending with the Lord in 168 hours in a week? I know we come in here on Sunday for two or three hours on Sunday, but what about when we leave? Relationships. We got to have a relationship with the Lord. We got to have more than just faith. We got to have a relationship with the Lord because that's where your strength gets stronger. In South Carolina, we was listening to some awesome songs and one came on the radio says, this is a test. Reminds me of the song saying, this is just a rehearsal. We say we want to go to heaven, but are we rehearsing to get there? And then another song came into the church when we came in and says, giving it up. It reminds me of a song back when I was out in the world, Marvin Gaye song, got to give it up. Dance floor was jam packed. But are we giving it up for God today? Who are you giving it up for? And the other song says, bless my soul. Do you want your souls to be blessed today? Well, you got to give it up for the Lord if you want your souls to be blessed. You got to realize that we all just trying to make it in. And in order to try to make it in, when you come in the house of the Lord, you got to clock your hands. You got to stump your feet. You got to get your praise on, just like you did in the club when you gave it up for Bobby Gabe. When you gave it up for the dance floor, you got to give it up. You can't come. Act like you ain't got no praise and don't want to have no praise because praise and worship is what we do. Praise and worship is giving thanks to the Lord for giving us his only begotten son. Our announcement is going to come from the first lady this morning because we have so much, so we'll let her get that out the way. Once again, it's glad to be in the service. I'm glad to be in the service one more time. Um, our announcements are as follows. Let us keep our sick and shut in in prayer. Father Gerald Frith Sr., Mother Etta Nesmith, who is now in Highland Hospital, Mother McGee, Mother Martha Mack, Mother Eason, Perletha Parson Green, Sister Lottie Parsons is in Kirkhaven Nursing Home, Sister Lily Jean Parson Brown is home, Brother John Brockington, Brother Howard Johnson, Brother Freddie Perry, Sister Hazel McKnight, Brother Madison Nesmith Jr., Sister Betty McKnight, Sister Kathleen, daughter of Sister Betty, and Mother Ophelia Allison, 
Brother Randy Mantigo, and Brother Edward Johnson. Victoria Hartsfield passed away last week. The funeral was on this past Friday, November 4th, and we have no other information on that. The homegoing services for Brother Sam Graham is this Wednesday. The viewing will be from 9.30 to 11 a.m., and the services will follow thereafter. Also, the homegoing services for Ernest Martin will be this Thursday. The viewing will start at 9 a.m. to 11, and the services will follow thereafter. So let us keep our sick and shut in and the bereaved families in prayer. Deacon Watson is asking prayer for his grandson in North Carolina. He was in a bad car accident and he was hit by a drunk driver. He's in serious condition with bleeding on the brain. So please let us keep him in prayer. We know God is able. The missionary department will be having a Thanksgiving basket giveaway on November 19th. We are asking if there is anyone in need of a basket, or if you know of anyone who is in need of one, that you please complete an information form and place it in the black box located in the fellowship hall. We are asking for donations in the form of money. See, if you want to turn in money, see Minister Janie Britton and Sister Barbara Nesmith. We need hams, turkeys, canned corn, canned green beans to help this be successful. We have placed collection bins in the fellowship hall and we'll be collecting items through Sunday, November 13th. We are also asking for two pound bags of rice, white potatoes, Jiffy cornbread mix, box macaroni and cheese dinners. Lastly, we are looking for volunteers to help preparing the baskets for pickup. Asking anyone interested in to please give your names to Sister Janie Green. We're thanking everyone in advance for your assistance and making this a success for all, the missionary department. Today is the last day for early voting. Um, the voting sites are open from 9 a.m. to 5 o'clock p.m. today. So if you wanna vote early, today is the last day and voting is on Tuesday. And for birthdays this week, we have Dick Deacon Sean Watson. Amen. So let us keep all the announcements in mind. Thank you. We're going to have a prayer from Deacon Madison, and the song is going to be from Deacon Madison as well. Just a moment. 
I was a man of the Pharisees, man Nicodemus. He's a ruler of the Jews. This man came to Jesus by night and said to him, Rabbi, we know that you are a teacher that come from God, for no one can do these signs that you do unless God is with him. Jesus answered and said to him, most surely I said to you, unless one is born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. Nicodemus said to him, how can a man be born when he is old? That's a question. Can he enter the second time into his mother's womb and be born? Jesus answered, more surely as I said to you, unless one is born of, of water and the spirit, he cannot enter. There's no other way. No other way that you could enter to the kingdom of God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you for your word. And your word means just what you say it has. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Father, as I come before you this morning, oh God. Lord, I don't have to ask you because you already know. Just what we all is standing in a need of God. We know, Father, that it was you that who created all of us, oh God. And you know just what we all are standing in a need of right now. And we know, Heavenly Father, that you are the answer. There's no other one, there's nobody on this side of, this side of the world, God, that can do miracles as you can. Nobody, Jesus. Lord, I come to you because you answered my prayer so many times, Lord. And that's how I know that you can do it, Lord. I know it, Lord. I know it, Lord. I know the devil tried to take me away, God, but you can't, he cannot do it because you got me. Lord, he don't have the power you have, Jesus. Lord, we've been through so much, but you told us, don't worry, everything's gonna be all right. Lord, I thank you for that. I thank you, Father, because last Friday or Thursday, I got a call from my wife, doctor, to take to your wife right now to the emergency. Lord, have me. When I got there, Jesus was there. <laughs> he was there, y'all. He was there waiting for her to come in. He was there. He was there waiting. And the total doctor nurse, this is my child. She's gonna be all right. Uh, Just like some of you are gonna be all right in here. No matter what you're going through, Jesus is the answer. No matter what you're going through, put your trust in Jesus. This word said we have not, why? Because we didn't ask him. Lord have mercy. God is good. God is good, y'all. If you don't know him, you better try to get to know him. Because that's going to come a time when you're going to need him. You're going to need him. We are going to need him one day. 
please, please, don't let it be said too late. Please, Jesus. Please, God. Lord, we say, Father, we ask you, God, that you were creating us a clean heart. Not only, Father, we ask you to renew the right faith in us, oh God. Father, I thank you for who you are. I thank you for you never let me down. Father, I thank you. Thank you. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. There's no other name is greater than Jesus' name. There's no one on this earth that's greater than Jesus' name. There's the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. I have a lot to be thankful for. We all have a lot to be thankful for. Thank you, God. Thank you. Thank you. In Jesus' name. Thank you. Did not tell you. Did not tell you, yeah. Did not tell you, yeah. One more. Oh, did not tell you. Did not tell you, yeah. It will be alright. Did not tell you. It will be alright. Yeah, Lord. One of these mornings, says I know it won't be long. You look for me, but I have be gone. Didn't I tell you? Didn't I tell you?
Come on, church. Come on. Come on. Put them hands together. Come on, church. Praise the Lord this morning. If you know it's going to be all right, put them hands together and let's give God some praise this morning. Mm -hmm. Going to be all right. No more sticking the job. Going to be all right. Going to be all right. Going to be all right. Gonna be all right. Gonna be all right. Hallelujah. 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 Give God some praise in this place. Give him a victory praise in this place. Come on, church. This is Sunday morning. It's this Sunday morning. We made it to the house of the Lord. We made it to the house of the Lord. He tried to kill you. The enemy tried to take you out. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. But you got here. It's Sunday morning. It's time for that victory praise. Get on your feet. Give God a praise. Give him a victory praise. Lift up your voices. Give God a praise. Hallelujah. 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 It's something about when you know Jesus. It's something about when you know the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. It's all right. It's already all right. It's going to be all right, but guess what? It's already all right. Tell somebody, it's already all right this morning. It's already all right. Hallelujah. Wave your hands and say, it's all right. It's all right this morning. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. It's all right this morning. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We may be going through something, but guess what? God done brought us through stuff before, ain't it? And he brought us through stuff before. This ain't nothing. The breakthrough ain't nothing new for a saint. Do y'all? I'm gonna say that again. A breakthrough ain't nothing new for a saint. God done broke us out of stuff time and time again. Hallelujah. Being healed ain't nothing new for a saint. Cause God done healed us not just one time. We can't even account the number of times that God done healed us. How many times did the doctor give up? But Jesus stepped in. Hallelujah. This ain't the time to get down. This is the time to give God the praise. Hallelujah. 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 It's preaching time, church. I said it's preaching time. Anybody ready for a word this morning? Amen. Giving, keep standing, giving all honor to keep standing, keep standing. We're going to go to John chapter 6. 
giving all honor and praises to God, to his son Jesus, to the precious Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Recognizing everyone in their perspective places. Amen. Amen. That's, we all somebody. Amen. Brother Parker says it all the time. We're all somebody in the eyes of God. If you were nobody, you wouldn't be here. Hallelujah. If you were nobody, God wouldn't make you be born in the womb. If you were nobody, God wouldn't have you breathing right now. If you were nobody, hallelujah. But you are somebody and you are somebody right now. Hallelujah. Father God, in the name of Jesus, we come this morning, God, to say thank you as always. God, we come recognize you that, recognizing the, for the fact that ain't nobody God but you. Ain't nobody that can do the miracles but you. Can't nobody work it out but you. Can't nobody satisfy everybody but you. Can't nobody heal but you. Can't nobody feed the hungry but you. Can't nobody do anything great like you but you. Father God, the only one that can put a miracle out there is you. And Father God, forgive us for calling it a miracle because sometimes we call it a miracle because that's what we can't do. But it ain't too hard for you, oh God. It's not a miracle to you because, God, you can do anything but fail. Father God, you deserve all the glory. You deserve all of the honor. And God, as we stand here today before you, God, we ask you, God, to send your word today. Send your word, God. Father God, somebody needs to be uplifted. But God, help us to lift you up first, God. Father God, if we lift you up, you'll do the drawing. You not only will you draw us, oh God, but you'll draw those that need you, oh God. Because somebody, they don't realize that they need you and they need you right now. They didn't call on you, but they need you. They didn't ask for you, but they need you. God, we all need you today. And God, as we get ready to go into your word, I'm asking you, God, to please forgive us of our sins. Father God, please, God, please, please, God. Please, God, please, God. Please forgive us of our sins. Forgive us, oh God. Forgive us for the, for the things that we do, God. God, we, we, we ask you to, to show us the, the errors in our lives that we may change. But God, some of us don't want to change. God, help us to see, oh God, that, that if we don't change, we will have no place with you. God, we, we have to strive for holiness. For you are a holy God. You are a just God. You are the only living righteous God. And if we want to be with you one day, we got to want to change and be the image that you want us to be. Father God, we thank you right now, God. Father God, we thank you for the prayers that are about to be answered today. We thank you, hallelujah. We thank you for the prayers that are about to be answered today. We thank you, oh God, for, the, for what has been asked is going to be fulfilled today, oh God. And Father God, I want to thank you, oh God, for somebody's going to pray right now. Somebody's going to pray right now because they now have an expectation that you will answer their prayer, God. God, I thank you, oh God, for what you're about to do, God. I thank you, oh God. I thank you for what you're about to build. I thank you right now, God. I thank you for what you're about to flip over, turn around and make right, God. I thank you right now, God. Father God, as we go into your word, oh God, let it do what you want it to do. Hallelujah. Feed us today, God. We need to be fed, God. In the name of Jesus, have Daniel flew out into decrease, but have Jesus Christ increased to your people in word, deed, power, and sight. But as always, God, I also need to ask you, God, let your Holy Ghost do what he wants to do in here. Shift this atmosphere. Let it be easy for the preaching. Let it be easy for the receiving. 
Let everything that's outside of these walls right now, God, let it not be on our mind. Help us to be focused on you right now, God. But we do need you. Oh, yes, God, we do need you. In your son Jesus' name, for his sake, we pray. Let the whole church say amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Let us go down to down to verse 47. Hallelujah. These are the words of Jesus. He says, verily, verily, I say unto you, he that believeth on me hath everlasting life. I am the bread of life, that bread of life. Your fathers did eat manna in the wilderness and are dead. This is the bread which cometh down from heaven that a man may eat thereof and not die. I am the living bread which came down from heaven. If any man eat of this bread, he shall live forever. And the bread that I give is my flesh, which I will give you for the life of the world. Very briefly, with the help of the Holy Ghost, I came to preach to us this morning about the hungry. The hungry. Please take your seats. Hallelujah. The hungry. Anybody hungry this morning? I'll say it again. Anybody hungry this morning? Hallelujah. We, we all in here get hungry at times. Amen. I want to talk to us very, very briefly about two things. The first thing is malnourished. The word malnourished really is us. It's, we, 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 we build up this definition, but the word actually means hungry. It means starving, lack of food. And then there is the word that is called malnutrition. Malnutrition is simply that, lack of nutrition. Doesn't mean that you lack food. It means that you lack the right food to provide you the right nutrition. I can't get no help in here this morning already. Hallelujah. And, and everybody, if we look at the body of Christ in a physical health form, many of us, matter of fact, all of us, if you are of Christ, you are not really malnourished. And there are times that we may feel malnourished. We may feel that we need to eat something and we do all that we can to feed ourselves. Amen, somebody. Some of you right now are thinking about them, what you're going to put a cook, cook, cook when you get home this evening. Amen. Some of y'all are planning for Thanksgiving, planning for Christmas about what you're going to cook. Hallelujah. And, and, and you don't, when you are malnourished, you're not thinking about nutrition. You're really just thinking about what can you put in your stomach so you can feel full. Can I get a witness? You, when you're really hungry, if nothing's on the stove, you are 
you will tear open a package of bread when you're really hungry. If you got jelly or peanut butter, if you really hungry, have you been so hungry where you get those, those shakes? You say, I gotta give you something right now. And you, and 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 oftentimes you don't think about frying no chicken or baking no chicken. Sometimes you'll grab some cookies, you'll grab some Kool-Aid, you'll grab whatever you can to satisfy that hunger. But sometimes when we keep on eating something to satisfy the hunger, sometimes we keep going back to that which satisfies the hunger. You keep eating that. After a while, it'll make you mal, you'll have malnutrition. Because that what you have been eating has not been good for you. Yes, it may have filled you up, but it hasn't helped you. That's the reason why some of us, let's tell the truth, that's the reason why many of us have the health issues that we have today. Amen. I was looking this up and it's showing that, that many things that the body needs for a great eyesight or, or, or great health in your bones and in your muscles and in your joints, you need things like vitamin A, you need vitamin B, the complex vitamins, vitamin C, you even need vitamin K, vitamin K2. You know, and I'm like, what is vitamin K2? Well, look it up. It says that, that collard greens are a great source of vitamin K. It is also a good source of iron, and it's a good source of, of even calcium because it is a leafy vegetable. But, but I, I, as I read it, then, well, why do we sometimes have a problem with collard greens? And I discovered that it is not the, 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 it's not the thing that you eat that makes it uh, a, a part of that malnutrition. It is how we prepare it. Can't get no help in here. We know, yeah, I'm glad. Yeah, I love collard greens. Collard greens are good. But when you load up those collard greens with pig feet and you load it up with butter and you put other stuff in it that ain't good for you because of that process it kills the nutrition it may fill you up but it won't be good for you and you find yourself in a situation where your health may begin to suffer you wonder why we have high blood pressure the doctor even tell you cut out the salt don't eat so much pork don't eat so much fried food you can have some coffee, but don't drink 12 cups of coffee. The doctor will give you that particular, that which you need, so you can be nutritious in your diet. But since we won't do that, he'll give you something else. He'll give you some medicines that when you take the medicines, the medicines got side effects. It will help you with the problem that you have. Have you been watching television? It said, continually to take this medication, it'll cause you to have a heart attack. It'll solve your blood pressure, but you'll have a heart attack. It'll cause loss of memory, loss of sleep. It'll make your feet swell. You will, but your blood pressure will be good. But if we would just eat right, y'all don't want to hear that this morning. If we just eat right, we'll find out We'll probably do better and get off some of the medication. I'm talking to myself too, church. Amen. Y'all know I eat good. You look at me until I can eat good. But it doesn't mean I eat right. Hallelujah, somebody. I look in the audience. Many of us eat good, but we don't eat right. Hallelujah. And we keep going back to sources to get that which isn't good for us. 
Hallelujah. And so it is with the children of Israel. Hallelujah. So it is in the word of God. We have here, they, were, they had actually approached Jesus. If you go to the beginning of this particular book, they were following Jesus because of the miracles that he had performed. And, and then he had, he, had, he had went to a, a certain place and he saw his disciples and he was talking to them. And then when he looked up, he saw a great multitude of people. And he told one of his disciples and he knew what he was going to say. He said, Philip, go out there and feed these folk. And he said, Jesus, I'm going to paraphrase this. Even if I had a year's salary, I couldn't even feed these folk. That's what that scripture says when it says two pence or whatever that amount it says me to go get. He's actually referencing to a year's salary. But then Andrew says, well, Jesus, there is a little boy here with two fish and five loaves of bread. And he said, tell the people to go sit down on the grass. And he took the bread and he took the fish and he gave thanks over the bread first. And he said, begin to pass out the bread. And he passed out the bread and he prayed over the fish and they passed out the fish. When they got through, they had 12 baskets left of bread. Ain't God good? Folks, were they came hungry. But when they, when they got in the company of Jesus, they got fed and they were full. Hallelujah. But the Bible says, but on the next day, when they went to look for Jesus, they couldn't find Jesus and they couldn't find the disciples. But they looked over and they saw a boat and they said, let's go over to where we think he might be. And when they get there, they say, hey, Jesus, we've been looking for you. We want to know why y'all come way over here. And Jesus said, it'd be one thing if he was looking to me because of the miracles that I had performed. When you came to me in the beginning, you came to me because of the miracles that I performed. But now that I can provide you fish sandwiches, you want to come for more fish sandwiches. Get away from me. The reason why some of us don't have what we have from God is because what God wants to give you, you want to take advantage of, but what he wants you to have, you don't want. He tells them, he said, I am the bread of life. He said, if you eat of my body and you drink of my blood, if you eat of me, you will never hunger again. And if you drink of my blood, you will never thirst again. And immediately they begin to say, what is he talking Is this man up here telling us to eat his body? And the reason why this was so complicated for them is because this was something that your Gentiles did. The Gentiles practiced cannibalism. They had practiced feeding on the dead, eating on the dead, sacrificing the dead to, the, to their gods and eating their God, eating them be people before the other, drinking blood of animals and of people before their gods. So this was straight. Say, why does he tell us to eat him? But Jesus said, see, you don't understand why I'm telling you to eat of my body. Because why won't you say that I am the living bread of life? They tell them, they said, Jesus, show us a sign. Moses showed us a sign when he gave us bread. Hallelujah. See, they was going back. They was going back when they were coming out of Egypt. Hallelujah. When they were coming out of Egypt, they, three days after they had came out, 
God had gave them water. Hallelujah. But they forgot that when they came out after three days that they began to complain, hallelujah, about the fact that they didn't have any water. It's funny when you get thirsty, sometimes when you lack a moisture in your body, sometimes your mind can play tricks on you. Sometimes you can forget certain things. See, back then, they had forgotten that just three days prior that God had delivered them from Egypt and had them to walk across the Red Sea on dry ground, and he wiped out Pharaoh and his army. They had forgotten about that because they were thirsty. Hallelujah. When God satisfied the thirst, he took a tree and put it in some bitter water, and he turned the water sweet. Hallelujah. Ain't God good? He know how to satisfy your immediate thirst. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And then, then later on, about 45 days after they had been delivered, my God, my God, my they God. went to Moses. They was complaining against Moses and Aaron. Did y'all bring us out here to starve to death? Hallelujah. Uh, well, back in, back over in Egypt, we had flesh pots by the full and we could eat bread till we couldn't eat no more. Again, when you get hungry, just like when you're thirsty, your mind can play tricks on you. You begin to look back on how things used to be, how things, how good they were back when. Some of you began to remember, oh, when I was a child, mama could make them biscuits. Mama could make, they knew how to make that butter from scratch. But you forgot how difficult it was to raise animals, how difficult it was to go get the money, to go get the food so that you could eat. You forgot how difficult it was. They forgot what they went through when they was in Egypt. But when God delivered you and he put you in a time that you may think you need something from him, you don't ask him politely. You try to beat God up. We forget that God done brought us from a mighty long way. We, we, we forget that. And the Bible tells us that God gave them manna. He said that he would, he would let the dew come. And when the dew would dry, it, it left on the ground. It said it looked like hoarfrost. Just to give you an example of what hoarfrost is, if you take a, a nice, windy, snowy day in Rochester, and the wind is blowing real hard up against the trees, if you look at the trees, sometimes you think that it's snow. But if you go touch the trees, it'll be kind of brittle. It'll be kind of delicate. It won't be soft as snow, but it won't be hard like ice. It's actually frost. It look all crystalline like on the tree. But if you touch it, you can actually hold it in your hands. But this wasn't winter time. This was in the middle of the time when it would be hot. But God had, had, had gave them something on the ground that they didn't know what it was, but they called it manna. And they said that it tasted sweet like a wafer. Hallelujah. But when they were hungry, God gave them cookies and cake. Hallelujah. To satisfy the hunger. But when you read over in Numbers chapter, I want to say 13, it says that the same manner that God had, had fed them that tasted sweet when they first got it, now they said it tasted like fresh oil. Mm. How could the same thing be sweet at first? Now, years later, it tasted like fresh oil. Have you ever tasted oil? Oil ain't sweet. Oil is blah. Oil don't have no taste. How is it that God can bless you for years? In the beginning, when God is blessing you, 
You are excited. You are appreciated. Oh, this is good. But when you keep on getting the blessings, you act like, oh, he ain't doing that. My God, my God, my God. When the pandemic broke out, many folks lost jobs, didn't have no food, but God was making ways out of no way. People were excited. People were saying, God is doing this. But when God kept providing you blessing after blessing, then he started giving you money when you couldn't work. He was giving you, what was that? The, what was that money called? He was giving you one stimulus after another stimulus. And then you got to the point where you was like, when am I going to get another stimulus? Because we had become ungrateful. Can't get no help in here. When God is blessing you, you got to treat that blessing 20 years or later like you did when you first got it. It was sweet then and ought to be sweet right now. We forget when God is blessing you, every blessing he gives you, if he allows you to wake up, that's a new day. And if it's a new day with a blessing from yesterday, guess what? It's a new blessing today. Give God the glory today for the blessing that he's given you. But here's the problem. When you ain't hungry, your choices. My God, my God, my God, my when God. you ain't hungry, you want to tell God what you want. When you ain't hungry, you don't even go to God. You say, I got my own money. I got my own food. I got my own chickens. I got my own cows. I got my own car. I got my own gas. But then when times get rough again, here we go, going right back to God. But Jesus said, quit asking for that stuff which is going to perish. We keep asking for stuff that perishes. We keep comparing ourselves with what other folk got and say, I want that too. And if you can't get it, you get mad at God like you hungry. My God, my God. You ain't hungry no more. Don't you realize that? That natural stuff, God has given us Put him for our grocery store. Can't get no help in here today. God has given us 24 hour grocery stores. And even if you can't, if you can't work, he's giving you food stamps. My Don't God. get mad at food stamps because somebody been on food stamps. He's giving you food so that you can feed your family. And when food stamps run out, like even in this month, by the time Thanksgiving rolls around, many food stamps are gone. But praise God, God has put it in the hearts of many churches to provide food boxes to help somebody. But if you are one to act like, well, this is what God is supposed to do, then something is wrong with you. It's a shame when we stop being appreciative and we start being nitpicking. We got to stop being so nitpicking and start being appreciative again of everything that you got. If you didn't die during the early part of the, of the pandemic and you are still alive right now, every day you walk into the church house, you ought to be giving God a high praise. It don't not matter who's singing. It don't not matter who's preaching for the simple fact that it's Sunday morning and it ain't my funeral. And I walked in to the house of the Lord and he brought me here. God did that. God did that. Hallelujah. The word tells us 
Jesus said, quit asking for that temporal stuff. Matter of fact, Jesus, you ain't got to ask for that. He said, your heavenly father knows uh -huh. what you need to eat. Right. He knows that you need clothes. He knows that you the roof over your head. Don't ask for that. He done provided for that, but quit asking like he ain't did nothing. My God, my God, my God. Hallelujah. But Jesus was telling them, he said, but I am. I am that living bread. I am that living bread. If you eat of me, you shall be hungry no more. My God, my God. My but what God. we found out, hallelujah. They didn't want that, hallelujah. When they said, listen, Jesus is so good oh, yeah. in how he corrects you. When they told Jesus, Moses gave us manna. That's right. What can you do? Jesus said, first of all, Moses didn't give you nothing. God did. I'm going to hit that rewind button right there. Uh, your job didn't give you that paycheck. God did. Your job, grocery store didn't give you that food. God did. The doctor didn't give you the medicine. God did. God gave you that house. God gave you that health. Everything you got, God gave it to you. Stop giving credit to everybody but God. We give so much credit. We keep going to, to other folk. Bible here, he was saying, everybody, he said, when he said, this, listen, I want you to get me. I want you to have me. He said, he said, the one who you talk about, the scriptures talk about me. Moses talked about me. But yet you don't want to receive me. My God, my God. But everybody that don't come in my father's name, you accept. But when I come in his name, you reject. They don't provide evidence, but I do. I show you that God loves you. They show you that they hate you, but yet you want them. My God, my God. We are malnourished. We've been hungry, but we've been eating the wrong thing. We've been listening to folk that don't add value. We've been listening to folk that ain't saved. We've been listening to folk that are just as mouth, that are just as hungry as you are, and everybody eating stuff that ain't good for you. But actuality, what you need to recognize is that you are suffering from malnutrition. Hallelujah. Jesus said that what you've been getting, you're going to die from that. But this what I'm going to give you. You are going to live forever. Hallelujah. See, we want to talk about, Pastor, how can I get more stuff? Well, I'm here to tell you, your stuff going to pass away. Every, everything that you got, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Brother Tony, I hate to tell you, I ain't going to be buying no truck no time soon. Hallelujah. Because God had to, he had to show me some things. Hallelujah. He had to show me some things. And, and, and here's the beautiful thing. If I wanted it, he said, go get it. Ain't that I can't afford it. But God, he showed me, he said, what happens if you die? Oh, Jesus. What happens to that house if you die? What happens to that money if you die? What happens to your clothes, your hats? Oh, Jesus. Your pretty suits, your alligator shoes. What happens to it when you die? You don't know because you're going to be dead. <laughs> Hallelujah. It won't even matter because you're going to be dead. It's going to pass away. But if you 
have been suffering from malnutrition, you're going to go away just like your stuff goes away because you haven't been eating the right thing. Hallelujah. When Jesus was saying, if you, if you eat of my body and you drink of me, never hunger again. He wasn't talking about his actual flesh. He was talking about his word. Because even when they were in the wilderness, God told them, he said, this is how I know they're going to listen to me. They're going to follow my instructions when I give them this manna. He said, when I rain it down, he said, for six days, I want you to go out and gather it. I want you to gather just enough of the day. And on the sixth day, gathered enough for two days. But because folks were greedy, acting like God wasn't going to do what he said he would do, they would go every day, try to get too much, trying to save it, and the next day it would be spoiled. I'm here to tell you, when you don't do what God wants you to do, according to his word, when you do what you want to do, everything that you do, it ain't going to work. It ain't going to, I'm going to hit that rewind button. Everything that you want to do that God tell you not to do, I'm here to tell you, it ain't going to work. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. It ain't going to work. Even on the sixth day. He said, if you get on the sixth day, That's I want you to get two days worth. And what they found out is that when they went out in the evening, I'm going to go out in the evening and get some more. By the evening, the sun had melted it. They said, we're not going to have enough for tomorrow. But God is faithful. If you trust him, listen, when you when you get his word, there are two things we got to do. We got to ingest it, then we have to digest it. It don't get into the body until you digest it. Some folks just eat just to be eating, but then we go to digesting, you realize it ain't good for you. When you get this one's word and that one word, you try to do what they tell you to do. You listen to it, you ingest it. When you try to go operate in it, guess what? You find out that they lied to you when it failed. But when you eat of God's word, you will find out everything that you eat of his word. It don't lie. It's real. It's real. It's real. And it will give you everything. Everything that you need. Jesus said, you eat of me. You will never be hungry again. <laughs> Hallelujah. I'm going I'm to tell you how I know that to be the, be the truth. Have you ever been so hungry coming into church? Taste him, taste him. Do you hear me? I used to come into church and be hungry. And, and, and even now, I, I don't eat much before I preach. I know that's right. Hallelujah, because I know when I start preaching, that's right. I'm going to get full. <laughs> Matter of fact, I'm getting full right uh, now. Hallelujah. I didn't eat that much earlier this morning, but I'm getting full right now. Because if something happens, when you begin to get into the word of God, when you get into the bread of life, the bread of life, which is Jesus, how do we know that the blood, that, 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 that his word is flesh? Because John said in the beginning, in the beginning was the word, and the word was made flesh. If you eat of my word, then your word will be, his word will become part of you, and you will be become a part of him. And then whatever you say, it won't be you saying it. It'll be Jesus saying it, because he's all over you. Well-balanced diet. All right, preacher. If you're hungry, eat some word. Eat some word. I heard what the old taste and see. Hallelujah. But there's a song that says, He's sweet, I know. Hallelujah. He's sweet, I know. That's a powerful song. 
Storm clouds may rise. Harsh winds may blow. But I can tell the world wherever I go that he's sweet I know. No, they weren't talking about the food that we all eat. They were talking about the meat of the word. They know when times get tough, when you call them, it'll be sweet. It'll cover your mind. It'll cover your chest. It'll be the breastplate. It'll cover your feet. It'll allow you to walk in the preparation of the gospel because he's sweet. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. But here's the thing. What Jesus was referencing to when he was talking about, he was talking about the new covenant. Hallelujah. That's right. That's right. He was talking about the new covenant. It was He was trying to give them a clue in the beginning That's before right. he was going to explain to them in the end. Deacon Desmond already read it. Deacon uh, uh, Nicodemus came to him. He said, I want to know how can these things be what you're talking about. And Jesus said, you got to be born again. Hallelujah. You got to be born again. If you don't understand that the eating of the word will fill you up spiritually, the reason why many of us are hungry in our flesh is because the flesh has taken over your spirit. Your flesh is in charge. Your flesh is in control. Your flesh is your boss. And you think your flesh is your savior. But when you get into the word, you will find out that Jesus left his throne in glory. He gave it up for you so that you can have this bread, so that you can live wherever. Hallelujah. Oh, Hallelujah. Where it tells us that as Jesus was explaining oh, this, God. People, his, even his own disciples, folks who was following him because of the miracles. Uh -huh. Some of us only follow Jesus because of what we've seen him do in our lives. Yes, oh, he healed my mama, he healed my daddy, he healed me. But when Jesus said, now you got to come after me, not because of the miracles, but because of the word. The word said that the disciples said, it's a hard thing. Mm -hmm. It's a hard thing. My God, my God. I'm going to say it again. It may seem like it's a hard thing. Some of us think it's a hard thing because you don't have a relationship. As Minister Tony said earlier, you don't have a relationship. You, you've been walking with Jesus so you can get something. But when he don't give you what you want, you think that you are suffering from malnutrition, but you're actually suffering from both. You're malnourished. You haven't ate enough. And you have malnutrition because you ain't let it digest in you. I'm going to explain it like this. How is it that when you go to the doctor, the doctor don't know that much about you, only what you tell them. And when you tell the doctor, I'm having a problem with dizziness and whatever, you check your blood pressure, oh, that's your blood pressure. Your blood pressure too. I want you to take these medicines. I want you to do this, and I want you to do that. You go home and you do everything that he tells you to do. And many times when he tell you, you say, "You said this ain't working," but you keep on doing it, and you keep on doing it sometimes to a fault, and you keep until you go back to the doctor, and he said, "Oh, I made a mistake. Try this," and you keep on doing it. But then when we go to Jesus, when you go to God in secret prayer, <laughs> when we really get down to the get down of wanting God to work it out in our lives, 
God said, try me and see. That's what, that's what taste me is to try me and see. And see, when he's talking about tithing, he said, oh, taste it to try me and see. That's and see, won't said. I open up the windows of heaven and pull you out a blessing. Mercy, and, mercy, and, mercy, and the mercy. simple fact that because it's, the scripture says, give up your money, you want to question why I got to give my money. Right. I don't work hard for this money. I got this business to get this money. But don't you know God gave you the body to do the work to get the money? That's right. We want to listen to other folk. We don't do tithes no more. We don't do this no more. Anybody else practicing that no more? Because we don't do that in the New Testament. Let me tell y'all this. Jesus said it once and it's very many times. He said, I didn't come to do away with the Old Testament. I came to fulfill it. I came to fulfill it. And then he done said in the same, you read this whole chapter when you get home. You listen to everybody else, but you won't listen to God. You want everybody else to give you what you want. But when God gives you what you need, you reject it when he's right. But you accept them when they're wrong. My God, my God. You trust your boss to do a job. Your boss will tell you that you're going to look good if you do this project. But when the project is over, your boss gets the credit. But yet you still keep on going to work. That's right. That's right. But if, when you come to church and you get the word and somebody hurts your feelings, you stop coming to church. My let me, let me hit that rewind button. You come to church looking for a word. You come looking to be fed. But when you get fed and somebody says something to you that you don't like, many folk don't want to come back. Now, that's twofold there. One thing is, it's a shame that folks will hurt their feelings. But here's what I tell you about that. That's because they just malnutrition. They don't have enough nutrition in their body. See, they, they didn't get what you got. But if you got it and you letting it digest. See, the thing is, many times we don't let it digest long enough. Hallelujah. We don't let it digest long enough. Because if we said we got faith, like the word says we should have faith, that we walk by faith and not by sight. So when we see that we're getting offended, don't let that offense take you out. Let your faith keep you in. Do you hear me, church? Many of us walked away from Jesus. It is a hard saying, but this is what I want you to understand. When you keep doing what the word says, you'll find out that the word is always right. And when you taste it and let it digest, like with some foods, some foods take longer than others to die. That's right. To get the full nutrition. Some take a long time to digest. If you eat a beef steak, it's going to take maybe days for that thing to digest in your body. But you keep on eating it. But when it comes to the word of God, Jesus wants you to get this word, not just so that you can live forever on this side, but so you can live forever on the other side because he got a place for us all. And this is the thing I want us to see. Everybody that comes to Jesus, it's not because Jesus drew you. This scripture says, Jesus, I don't bring God nobody. He said, God sent you to me. When you pray to the Father, and you pray, many of us don't pray to the Father. When you pray to the Father, and you ask the Father 
for what you think you want or what you think you need. He sends you into one direction. He'll send you to Jesus. And when you go to Jesus, he'll show you in his word what you need. He'll, he said, if you ask, but you won't, you will receive it. If you knock, the door shall be open. But if you start praying, keep praying, because the more you pray, it will come to fruition. But you can't stop praying. You got to keep praying, because if you keep praying, after a while, you'll begin to walk in it. Hallelujah. You'll begin to walk in it. You'll begin to walk in your faith. If you keep praying, the Bible says, if you pray, hallelujah, and you don't doubt, here come the problem. When we pray, we begin to doubt. We want it to work right now. We want it to work not tomorrow. We want it to work right now. But Jesus, if you trust me, if you tried me before, if I didn't let you down then, Truly, I'm not going to let you down right now. It may look rough right now, but try my word. If you're hungry, taste and find out that I keep you when you can't even be keeping by yourself. That I'll hold you when the world can't hold you. Next is that you can trust me. You can trust me because when I chose you, I chose to keep you. Somebody got to get that today. Don't let your circumstances tell you because of what I'm going through. God must don't love me. No, when you came to him, when you came to him, he said, I always wanted you. It's about time you came to me. Now I got to work in you. When you get that word down on the inside, it begins to work. You may not realize it, but it'll begin to work. When you stop drinking, it's already working. When you stop cussing, it's already working. When you don't dress like you used to dress, when the bars ain't your thing, when you stop acting a fool at work and you start showing up on time, his word is working. The next thing you know, you got a bigger house. You didn't know it, but his word was working. If you Jesus. Come on. I'm, I'm, I'm about through. Because here is the thing that I want us to get. Jesus is that bread of life. My God. We can't keep talking about going to heaven and we ain't doing what the word says to get there. We can't, we, we can't keep talking about we want to eat that bread of God that'll keep us filled in our spirit. But every time, I love what Jesus says, he was talking about the communion, the new covenant that's in his blood. He said that when you eat of of this bread, this bread is my broken body. Everything, everything thing that you did wrong I'm going to be the lamb that needed to be slain and my body is going to be broken you're not going to eat my natural flesh but you're going to let this 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 
this bread represent my natural flesh. By you eating this bread, you accept the fact that I fulfilled that which the Old Testament said that you will need to die for your sins. So what you're going to see is that when I eat this bread, it will be that not I died, but Christ died. But then when we drink the blood, we will see that when we drink the blood, it's the new covenant that is not for the Jews. It's for all of us only who only if we just accept him for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believe in him shall not perish but have everlasting life and this is how you know you got everlasting life every time you take communion and you eat the body and you drink the blood it testifies to you that yes Jesus lived and because when I drink this, when I eat this, it reminds me that not only do I eat it, but he also lives in me. And because he lives in me, because he lives, I live. Anybody know that because he lives, because he lives in you, because he lives in you, I don't worry about tomorrow, because he lives in me. I don't worry about next week, because he lives in me. All fear is gone. Because he lives. Because he lives. This communion tells me that he lives. Somebody shout, he lives. Hallelujah, hallelujah. That's God. Shout it like you know it, he lives. Come on church, shout it, he lives. Every time you take that communion, you ought to be shouting, he lives. He lives, he lives, he lives. And because communion, if anything, when you take communion, it ought to remind you to get some things right. Because the Bible tells us that how can you say you're going to heaven and you don't love them that you see every day? But you think you're going to heaven because you don't see him, but you love him. But if you're going to get in, communion ought to remind you that I got to get right with you and you got to get right with me because in order for me to go to Jesus, I got to be right with him and he got to be right with the father. But if I ain't right with Jesus, it's because I ain't right with you. It's because I ain't right in his word. Jesus wants you. He has selected you and he's given you his bread. He's given you his meat. He's given you his blood because he wants you to live. He wants you to live. He wants you to live. I'm here to tell you, live. Oh God, oh God, oh God, oh God. He wants you to live. Flesh and blood will go away. But when you know who you belong to, hallelujah, when you know who you belong to, do you know who you belong to? Do you know who you belong to? Then it ought not matter what happens to you on this side. It ought not matter what the results may be on this side. When you go to the grocery store, so what? If the chicken shelf is empty, God's still going to feed you. So what? If the clothing rack don't have any clothes on it, God's still going to clothe you. So what if your job lets you go? God's still going to take care of you because his word says that he would. Hallelujah. We got to keep that in mind all the time. 
and don't let one of the things that we do as Christians that we don't, and this is how we let God know that we're walking away from him. When we let other folk who are not in the word tell us something and we follow just that. We follow. You know, you're right. We ain't got to give that. You're right. We ain't got to do that. You're right. We ain't got to go to church. You know what? They are right. You ain't got to go to church. You can watch it on Facebook. That's a beautiful thing. But you know something? But it's something about coming into the house of God. Do you know that? It's, it's stand on your feet if you know that. It's something about when you can walk into the house of the Lord. It just it's just something that there ain't no preaching been preached, ain't no song been, but it's just, oh, Jesus, it's just something when you walk into the door. It's just something about when you grab the door handle. It's something about when you swing open the door. It's just something about when that, when that breeze hits you. It's something about when you walk in and you sit in the pew. It's something. It's just something when you come in and you hear somebody say, praise the Lord. It's something. It's something about it. It's something about when you hear somebody say, I ain't seen you in a long time, but I'm glad to see you. It's something. It's something about it. And it's something about when you press. It's something about when you press. It's something about when you don't, I, I, I ain't been to church in a while. I know this one don't like me. That one don't like me. But today, I'm going to church. You have the aches in your body, but you press. You have the pain in your feet, but you press. You know, you feel like you're going to throw up, but you press. And some about when you won't put your foot in the door. Makes a difference. It's some about when you put your foot on, on church ground. It's something about when you get out the it's something about when you put your foot out the door and put your foot on the ground. I can't even explain that. It's just something about that. Anybody here know what I'm talking about today? It's just something oh about it. Because what it is is that the word of God is showing itself true that if you just hold on. If you just hold on, if you just hold on, if you can make it to the building, you can make it if you just hold on. Because the hold on, church, it may not look like you want it to look like, but that's all right. Hold on. Glory to God. This is the time when we got to hold on. We got to come in here together. God, my God, my God. There's something about it. It's something about it. It's just something about it. Even when you don't feel holy. It's something about it. When you walk in and you see a Holy Ghost feel believer, it's something about it. When somebody else starts shouting, and you may not have a shout, but it's something about when somebody starts thinking of the goodness of Jesus and all that has been done for him. It's something about that. That's why I want to eat the word. That's why I want to eat it. Because it's something about him. It's something about coming in. My God, my God.
something about it. Tell somebody, it's something about it. It's something about the Holy Ghost. It's something about the Holy Ghost. It's something about the Holy Ghost. I can't explain it. But when I walk into the door, he reminds me that I got it. I got it. Do you have it today? Do you have it? You want to say, I got it. I got it. Yes, Lord. My God, my God, my God, my God. I got it. I got it. I didn't understand it. But when I heard the word, the word said faith come by hearing. Hearing the word of God. When I heard the word, the word answered my prayer. Didn't he do it? Didn't he do it? Won't God fix it? Somebody say yes. It's something about it. It's something about it. It's something about it. It's something about it. It's just something about it. A song ain't been sang, but it's something about it. A prayer ain't been prayed, but it's something about it. Preacher ain't preached yet, but it's something about it. My God, my God, my God. Oh, God. Oh, Lord. Oh, Lord. Oh, Lord. Oh, Lord. Hallelujah. If you know it's something about it, get on your feet and testify. It's something about it. 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 I can't explain it, but I know that I know. It's something about that Holy Ghost. She can't get you. Oh, Jesus. It's something about the Holy Ghost. He ain't said nothing, but you can feel him. It's something about the Holy Ghost. He ain't did nothing, but you can feel him when he quickens your body. Do you know what that's like? When he quickens your body. Hallelujah. It's a difference. <laughs> something about it. Something about it. Hallelujah. 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 Sometimes when you know that you know, you have to give God a praise. You give him a praise. You will say hallelujah. And nobody else is saying hallelujah. You will say thank you. But nobody else is saying thank you. You raise your hand because you know. There's something about it. Something about it. My God, my God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Ah. Hallelujah. 
Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. 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 That's why I praise you. You ain't done it because I know you done did it. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. 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 I dare somebody. If you know it's something about it, I dare somebody to get up on your feet. I dare somebody. If you know it's something about it, I may not have the evidence that you're looking for, but I got all the evidence that I need. It's something about it. It's something about it. If you know it's something about it, come on and give God a praise. Come and go and give God a praise. Come on and lift him up. Come on and magnify him. Come on and glorify him. Come on and let him know he's worthy. Give him the glory. Give him the honor. Somebody say hallelujah. Come on, church. Give it to him. Give him the praise. Give him the glory. Give it to him. Praise him, church. Praise him, church. Praise him, church. He got you. He got you. He done worked it out. Just trust him. He got it. Come on, church. Praise him. Praise him. Praise him, church. Praise him. Praise him. Praise him. If he worthy of your praise, give it to him. Give him the praise. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Hey! Hallelujah. 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 Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. How many know that God got you? How many know that God got you? How many know that God got you today? He got you. He got you. Tell somebody, he got me. 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 I know what I look like. That don't matter. He got me. He got me. He got me. 
Yes! Yes! He got me! Yes! He got me! Yes! Yes! He got me! Yes, he does! He got me! He got me! He got me! He got me! Hallelujah! He got me! He got you! There's something about it. We know that God got you. It don't matter what you see. It It don't matter what folks tell you. Y'all help her praise God. Y'all help her praise God. She got a reason to give him praise. You want to help her praise him. Help her praise him. give God praise. Hallelujah. If you don't have a reason and somebody else got a reason, that's a reason right there that somebody else got a reason to give God a praise up in here. Hallelujah. 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 He got me. He got me. He got me. He got me. My my resources may run out, but God got me. My house may fall apart, but he got me. My medicine may get real low, may even run out, but he is the medicine. He is all that I need. My God, my God, my God. Just real quick, just do me a favor. Just go on your feet and lift your hands. Just, just lift, everybody just lift your hands. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Just yeah, hi. So he said to call Husa Let's just lift your hands. Hallelujah. 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 It's something. It's something about just lift your just lifting up your hands. Just lifting up your hands. Just say something about it. Hallelujah. It's when you get God to worship. Hallelujah. That's when you just lift it, just give it to him. Just give him the worship. Oh Lord. Ha <laughs> ha, yeah, Lord. Do it, God. Do it in a God. Do it in a God. Do it in a God. Hallelujah. 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 Worship the Lord. Let's worship Him. Hallelujah. It's just something about him. Ha ha. Yes, Lord. Hallelujah. It's just something about it. When you when you get full, when you get full, it's something about it. When you get full on the word, it's something about it. When you get full in the word, it's just something about it. It's just something about it. When you make your flesh fall into submission with the spirit, it's something about it. Hallelujah. 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 
Hallelujah. Oh, yeah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, 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 I just want to say yes. you, Lord. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Oh, 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 thank you, Hallelujah. Oh, thank you, Lord. Oh, thank you, Lord. Oh, I just want to Come on, church. Help us say it. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Whoa. Thank. Come on, church. You, Lord. Say it like you mean it today. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Oh, 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 I just hey, thank you, Jesus. Mm, you, Lord. Hallelujah, Hallelujah. You've been so good. You've been so good. Talk to him. Yes, it is. Oh, you've been. So hallelujah. Oh, good. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You be hallelujah. So, so good. Oh, I just want to get As the altar is open, hallelujah. As the doors of the church is open, the altar is open, hallelujah. 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 Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Say it again. If you haven't given your life to Christ, the doors of the church are open for you. If you're backslidden and you're ready to come back, the doors are open for you. Hallelujah. Or maybe you need a church home today. You've been my friend. You've been my friend. It's been a long time friend, 
of it. Would oh, I you you be Playing. She is here at the altar, not for herself, but she's here for her pastor. Hallelujah. You know, pastors need prayer too. Pastors need intercession too. And God put on her heart that she need to step in, standing the gap for her pastor. Hallelujah. Maybe you know somebody that you need to stand in the gap for. You know somebody that needs. Need something from the Lord today. They don't have the faith, but you got the faith. And I dare you to step in the in the aisle for them, for your faith, for them. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Father God, in the name of Jesus. We are here, God. At this moment, we don't heard your word, God. Somebody is still feasting on your word right now, God. Somebody done got full, God. And it's running over all over them, oh God. God, your word is so powerful, so awesome that you got enough bread in your bread. And not only do I get enough for me? I can get enough for somebody else. And God, I'm here at the altar right now, God. We here at the altar. Some may not came out the pews, but their heart is at the altar because they are in the building, oh God. And because they press their way forward, God. It's something about knowing that you're gonna be the one to fix it, God. Father God, we don't know what the issue is in her pastor. But God, it don't matter, God. It don't matter, God. Because as long as you speak it, if you just speak a word, God, you don't spoke the word to us. But God, speak your word to the body of the pastor. Speak your word, oh God, to her lips. Speak your word to her mind, God. But God, if you do so, God, we your people, we know so. We going on our own faith. We here at the altar on our own faith. Somebody's in for somebody else. But God, but we surrender it all to you. Thank you for it, it don't matter to us what other folks say. Thank you for it, God. God, it just matters that you open up your mouth. Thank you. 
Because God, if you open up your mouth, it's done. Open up your mouth, it's fixed. Open up your mouth, it's finished, God. And we count it done, God. We count it done right now, God. We count it done right now. We are touching and agreeing that right now, God, it's done, God. Right now, God, not just a pastor, but for everybody who's up here, everybody, it's done, God. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. Hallelujah. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. Hallelujah. 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 Yes. Hallelujah. In Jesus' name. Somebody give God a hand of praise. Hallelujah. 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 As it is time for communion, it is time. Hallelujah. If this word didn't remind you, this communion ought to remind you that Jesus is real and he is the bread of life. He fulfilled it when he went to the cross. When he suffered, bled, and he died. But he opened up the new covenant when he bled his blood. But when he went down into the grave, but when he got up on the third day morning, hallelujah, somebody. Not with just some power, but with all power. This communion testifies to that. Hallelujah. Hey, hey, talk to me, deep. Hallelujah. Oh, taste. Communion ought to remind you that you've tasted the blood. Hallelujah. That you've come in contact with Jesus. Hallelujah. Take you, Jesus. Woo! Thank you, God. Thank you, God. Raise your cup. Father God, we come, God, again. Thank you, Jesus. We come again, God. Your word. Oh, God, it's so filling. It's so nourishing. It's full of that spiritual nutrition that we need. Many of us, because we're not used to it, it can feel a little bitter. But the more we eat on it, the more we feast on it, we discover that it ain't never stopped being sweet because it filled with your love, God. Because your word says, even when you have to chastise us, your word fed us and told us that you still loved us. Hey, Jesus, thank you, God, that you still love us. Jesus said that he loved us when he, it's like I just show you what I'm going to do. So when you take of this bread, it represents my broken body, which is, it fulfills the Old Testament, but this blood of mine, it brings you in. It's part of the new covenant that I have. It's a new covenant. That where I am, you will be also. If you believe in me, I challenge you today. Oh, God. Thank you, God, for your word. Turn this cup from a carnal use to a spiritual use. Let the bread represent the broken body 
and the blood represents the cup represents the blood of your new covenant. In Jesus' name, let it be so. Amen. I want to challenge somebody today. It's somebody on Facebook, matter of fact. Anybody that's going to listen to this later on. I want you to read the word as you don't believe it. If you don't believe the word, I want you to read it. Don't read it just a little bit. Keep reading it. I challenge you, if you keep reading, something's going to happen to you. That spirit that got inside of you to tell you that God wasn't real. You discover that, God's a, that God is real. And that Satan is a liar. And that spirit that, that didn't want you to ever not go into this word, you will discover that it's so wrong. Because when you went into this word, you saw it began to be health to your body. Jesus, you will find out that it be health to your body like Mara to the bone. It'll do it for you. And once you get it, I want you to try him at his word and see what his word will do in your body. He'll make you a believer. He'll satisfy your hunger. That's the word. For those of us that are here, let us prepare to take this communion. If you believe that Jesus is who he said he is, that he is the son of the most high God, true and living God sitting on the right hand of him, hallelujah, and that he's coming back because he still lives. He died, but he got up and he still lives. Coming back to judge the living and the dead. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Oh God, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. If I just hold on, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. I want you to take this communion today. It reads, and as they were eating, Jesus took bread and blessed it and break it. And he gave it to his disciples and said, take, eat. This is my body. Let's eat together. Thank you, Jesus. And he took the cup and he gave thanks and saying, drink ye all of it. Let us drink together. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, Jesus, thank you. But this is my blood of the New Testament, which is shed for many for the remission of sins. But I say unto you, I will not drink henceforth of this fruit of the vine until that day will I drink anew with you in my Father's kingdom. I want you to know that's a promise. That's a promise. Stay in time. Amen. Drinking wine, 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 drinking wine, oh my Lord.
You walked up in the heaven ten thousand years, drinking the wine. Oh, drinking the wine. Wine, wine. Oh, drinking the wine. Oh, you ought to be in the heaven ten. Uh-huh. Drinking the wine. Very, very quickly. Sister Porsche needs to see all the missionaries for a quick few minutes after church. Get your offering in your hand, your tithes in your hand. Let's get ready to give as we leave out of the church. If you've been fed today, make sure you go and spread this bread to somebody else. Spread this bread. Tell somebody that Jesus is the bread of life. And don't be ashamed of it. Jesus is the bread of life. If you be ashamed of him before man, he said he'd be ashamed of you before his father. Father God, in the name of Jesus, as we get ready to leave this place and not out of your sight, God, I ask you, oh God, give us the courage to eat of your word and feast off of you before we can live and not die. And that as we do what says your word, oh God, Father God, we, we trust that it's going to be fulfilled. Father God, for those who are bringing their offering, oh God, and their tithes, bless, oh God, as your word said that you will do. As God has said, come to the end of our service. This isn't the end of our service to you, oh God. Father, as we serve you to our last dying breath, Father God, help us to live the life that we can spread this bread to whoever's hungry. Father God, we love you and we bless your holy name. Now, the sweet communion of the Holy Spirit rest, rule, and abide with us now and forever. And let the whole church say, Amen. Amen. Give God a hand of praise. On my, on my left. <laughs>